Welcome to the Matrix Care Podcast from the software leader for out-of-hospital and long-term care. Matrix Care is dedicated to sharing knowledge and empowering providers across the care continuum, including home-based and facility-based care organizations. Let's dive in. Hi, and thanks for joining our podcast today. This is Kelly Keefe, Registered Nurse and Vice President of Community Solutions Strategy for Matrix Care. Today, I'm excited to have a conversation with Lisa Taylor from IN2L. We're gonna be talking about resident engagement in senior living, including independent living and assisted living in memory care. So Lisa, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself. Sure, good morning, Kelly. Thank you for having me on. It's, it's my pleasure. And this is one of my favorite things to talk about. So it should be an interesting time as we discuss um, resident engagement. As Kelly mentioned, I am the CEO of IN2L have been with the company for just a little over two years and fully enjoying all the time learning about senior living and everything that it has to offer for our wonderful seniors in our communities. Thanks, Lisa. So speaking of that, so for those who might not be familiar with IN2L, would you mind talking about the services that your company provides? Sure. I, I love to talk about this, Kelly. So it's really easy and we try to sum up our mission as IN2L exists really to enrich lives through meaningful connection. So for the last 20 years, we've really been focused on connecting older adults with their interests and their passions, as well as with each other, their caregivers and their family members. And we do this by providing interactive content that enables experiences, conversations, memories, learning, and most of all fun, which happens to be one of our core behaviors for INTL. Like you can't work for INTL if you don't like to have fun. So it fits in really nicely with our mission. Today, we serve over 3,500 communities, and we have over 7,000 solutions that are deployed in those communities today. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Speaking of impressive, you've actually done some really interesting research on the importance of engagement technology. And I'm curious as to the comparison with the results today from those surveys compared to how it was, say, you know, just prior to COVID and before that. Yeah, Kelly, we did. And we love to do this, kind of keep our hand on the marketplace and just kind of validate what we see and learn through the business. But we captured some data points back in 2019, Q1 of 2019, actually, just shortly after I started. And it was really to kind of level set and get our, get our feet and kind of our benchmarking data done. And then just recently, within the last month, we released a new study that compared some of those data points. And probably the most interesting one for me is the importance of engagement technology. And as you mentioned, kind of our topic for today, but overall, the data did show a major shift, which placed more importance on technology. And really the most notable spike is in leaders who believe that engagement technology is extremely important. And actually 60% more leaders believe that engagement technology is extremely important as compared to 2019. That's really interesting. You know, this market has been, I think, somewhat slow to adopt technology. And so it's really interesting to me to see that, you know, this, this shift has really taken place. Now, I guess a question for you, do you feel like, is this a temporary shift? You know, what happens once we get past these acute effects of COVID-19 and now, I guess, going into the twindemic of, of COVID and the upcoming flu season? Do, do we kind of fall back into complacency, do you think, or, or is this 
embracing of technology here to stay? Oh, I think it is, it is here to stay. And I often, I don't have any validation for this statistic, but this is just kind of my thoughts on it. I believe through the pandemic, we have probably moved engagement technology adoption up probably 10 years since the pandemic. And I think it's definitely here to stay. You know, it's, it's interesting. We, we often were challenged by, you know, was a senior really willing to adopt and interact with technology? And what were some of the barriers that we were seeing related to that adoption of seniors? But I'll tell you, there's nothing like putting a tablet in a senior's hand and saying, if you press this button on the tablet for a one-touch video chat, you can connect with your daughter. And in, during the times of the pandemic, that just skyrocketed adoption, right? It gave us the, the beautiful entree into they needed to connect so badly and they used technology to do it. So it's kind of, this is the way you can do it. Let me put this tablet in your hands and let me show you how easy it is. It just, again, pulled that technology adoption way up. And now the seniors are, in our experience, they're, they're asking for it. They, where's my tablet? I wanna to talk to my daughter. Can I video chat with my son? So I think it's definitely um, here to stay, Kelly. And it's one of those things where in the pandemic, our industry, as everyone knows, has certainly been hit hard. But this is one of the bright spots, I think, that will stay with us and that really will help the seniors in the long run. And again, might not have been there for about 10 years, but I guess that's one of the things we can put in the win column for COVID is that it really helped the senior with adoption of technology. Yeah, I agree. My experience working with matrix care customers has been very similar to that. You know, a lot of uh, folks who maybe wouldn't have considered wearing, you know, doing wearable technology, you know, whether it be Fitbits or connected devices um, that they can do in their own apartments, for example, you know, connected scales and uh, blood pressure devices, glucometers, thermometers, et cetera. You know, we've seen a huge uh, increase in the adoption of all of these types of devices that feed into the, the EHR as well. So it's been very interesting. And, you know, I think what a great time to be in technology and senior living. So it's, it's been really good. Yeah, fantastic time. Now, something that's interesting is when we think about, you know, resident engagement, that really traditionally, I think, has fallen on the shoulders of the activity director, right? You know, this person is sort of designated as being the person who is responsible for ensuring that residents are engaged, that family members are in contact, et cetera. But I know in talking with you, you've said that especially now, everyone in the community really needs to feel responsible for ensuring that residents are engaged. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to. You know, and I really think that I, I kind of call it outside of the box thinking. So when you think about when things happen in life, COVID being the one that we're, we're focused on here today, you know, humans in general, really it's great to watch them say, okay, how, I have this challenge, how do I begin to overcome it? And they really get outside of the box and say, gosh, well, here's, here's what I'm doing. Here's the technology or the tools I have. And what's most important is to get seniors connected with loved ones. And it's really moved I've seen it shift outside of the, the, you know, the traditionally, the idea of engagement has largely been the responsibility of the activity or life enrichment teams. And what we're seeing is it's really falling on the shoulders of everyone in the community to help engage residents. 
And what's interesting is people who typically haven't done it before are using technology tools and realizing, gosh, with the tools that we have, it really is fun. It's a different part to their job and they're getting to interact with the residents in different ways than they have before. Some of the kind of the cool things we've seen is obviously bringing large groups of seniors together to do group activities through technology or not is just simply not possible right now. But with some of the systems that INTL has, they're, they're actually mobile, they're on carts. And what we're seeing is, is even some of the CNAs will, will grab one of the carts, they'll go into a hallway and just ask the residents maybe to even step outside of their door. So they're certainly staying distanced, but they're able to bring the technology to them in the middle of the hallway. And they're doing like little mini, you know, mini little, little mini groups of people that are coming together to bring engagement out, like literally into the hallways to be able to, to do group engagement when typically you've got folks engaged with me that have never done that before. And residents certainly have never had engagement with each other in their hallways, socially distanced, but they're finding ways to get it done. It's, it's really interesting to see, again, how the communities are coming together across all the functional areas to really help support the residents in their time of need. That's really interesting. And as you were talking, I was just thinking that it would really be interesting to understand if the use of this technology isn't just good for the residents, but you know, you mentioned that the staff members are having fun with it too. And I'd really be curious to know if there's, you know, with, with turnover being such a problem in this business, I'd be curious to know if using technology like this actually helps with turnover of staff too. So that might be something fun to take a look at. Yeah, Kelly, it's, it's interesting. And when we think about how the, the impacts to the staff, it's a great point. You know, what we see is that the staff begin to feel more empowered and more effective in their day-to-day job. So think about that as, as an employee of any company, Matrix Care, INQL, the more empowered we feel to do our jobs and the more success we can see, the happier we're going to be. And they can be really creative and create meaningful experiences and interactions that resonate personally with each resident using this technology. But I think for the staff specifically, it really allows them to feel more empowered. They now have a tool that empowers the ability to do their job better and more effectively, which just, don't we all want that? That's really what we're all looking for in our careers, right? Enjoy what we're doing, feel empowered, and have an effective tool that we can use to get that done. So staff is definitely, you know, positively impacted. I mean, and again, it's think of the staff that were really challenged. They may have 50 residents, 100 residents that have not been able to see or communicate with their loved ones in weeks. They've got to find a way to effectively bridge that gap. And what they found is technology is the way to do it. And the technologies that are out there can make it really easy and seamless. But again, empowering the staff is super important, especially when they're they're dealing with, do we have enough PP and E? How do I make sure my infection control is where it needs to be? So the staff is, has even been more burdened during COVID with things that weren't their responsibility before necessarily, and they're all needing to help residents stay engaged. So probably more uh, now than ever, Kelly, having a staff that can feel empowered and effective is critical in, in helping manage that staff turnover problem that, again, has always been in our industry. It's certainly something that every owner and operator deals with, 
but then in the face of COVID on top of it, it's even more important. Yeah, that really makes a lot of sense. You know, I, I, I feel like so many people have felt very out of control through all of this. And, you know, caregivers are caregivers because they care, right? And they want to be making a difference. And I think through a lot of this, you know, everybody's really just been scrambling to do the best that they can. So putting a tool like this into their hands to help them regain a little bit of, like, like you said, that empowering them and, you know, helping them to know that they're actually making a difference is just what a wonderful thing right now. This is awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I know that, that IN2L has got some really great success stories related to how some providers have been able to really pivot their engagement strategies quickly. Would you mind sharing some of those success stories? So my favorite one, um, my favorite one probably just to, to bring to light is the work that was recently done in the state of Florida, and it's in conjunction with the Alzheimer's Association. And the project is known statewide as VITAL, V-I-T-A-L. And the governor, through the Department of Elder Affairs, really requested that we get as many, we, the technology provider and the Alzheimer's Association, get technology in the hands of as many seniors as possible, again, to combat social isolation. As you know, Florida has a very high density of seniors living in the state, and it was on top of the pandemic itself, the need and social isolation implications on health just skyrocketed. So we were able to, um, again, we partnered with the Alzheimer's Association and we're actually able to deliver, gosh, in the first two rounds of Project Vital, we did 600 tablets and we were able to put onto those tablets unique content specifically related to the Alzheimer's Association and CMS um, related to infection control, um, CMS guidelines for COVID. So while we were really deploying the technology to help engage the residents and the seniors with their family. We also had a use case where we were supporting the caregivers as well and put information literally at their fingertips related to COVID and different things, um, guidelines that were being used. So again, they were able to use those tablets. They're, they're multifunctional tablets in that many residents can use the same tablet after cleaning procedures. So they were actually rotating the tablets through the communities and doing, oh gosh, we did over 15,000 video chats in a matter of a week in one community where we're just, every resident can have up to eight family members join a call. They can do telehealth visits. We can keep the visits that they had with their physicians on track by using the tablets. So again, just the stories that are coming out of the state of Florida and the success of Project Vital has literally just, it's been heartwarming. And just within the last couple of weeks, the, the Department of Elder Affairs has asked us to actually put tablets in the hands of seniors in their homes. The project has had so much success in the communities connecting residents that they're looking for use cases, again, to keep seniors in their homes from being socially isolated. And oftentimes seniors who are taking advantage of, let's say, senior centers or community centers that they're not able to do because of COVID and the pandemic, they're using the technology to really bridge that gap and again, keep the seniors connected through the pandemic in every way. So it's just been, it's been so heartwarming to know we've been able to have such a positive impact. Again, specifically in the state of Florida, we've had other 
many Project Vitals spin up across the country um, where we're doing many um, of the very similar initiatives as Project Vital in Florida. But that's probably my, my favorite one to talk about, Kelly. Again, we had a great partner in the Alzheimer's Association, so it was really cool to kind of work shoulder to shoulder with those fine folks. To, again, to be able to deliver their content and their resources in addition to technology as well. Oh, I love it. I want to get back to this concept of home use in a minute. First, you know, you were mentioning putting those tablets out there and that those are multifunctional tablets. And I know, you know, a lot of providers in the scramble to suddenly put some tablets in people's hands, you know, just went out there and, and bought iPads and, um, you know, kind of threw them out into the hands of residents and said, um, you know, now I've got to look for some applications maybe that I can put on that. And I know the way that you deliver content is, is a little bit more, you know, thoughtful and streamlined. Would you talk about that, about, you know, why it's important to buy something that, that really, I, I guess, is purpose-built, I guess, for this reason? Yeah, that's, a, that's an excellent point, Kelly. And we've actually had uh, many of our customers did exactly what you described. And again, kudos, kudos to the folks um, that did it. I mean, they were, they were looking to solve a problem quickly. But what, what we're hearing from our customers that, that have done that is they're, they're challenged in a couple of ways. So you bring up the content component. That's probably number 1A of the reason that they're struggling is the content. So on the INTL solutions, the tablets specifically have almost 2,000 pieces of uniquely curated content on the tablets specifically designed for seniors themselves. And even more specifically, there are many components of the content that have been designed to support those living with cognitive decline. So the curation of the content specifically for the senior and those with cognitive decline that are already populated on the IN2L tablets is critical in keeping the engagement. You know, the last thing that you want to have happen is when the senior interacts with the tablet for the first time, if it's difficult or if it's hard or they become confused, they will never pick it up again. And that's the last thing we want to have happen. So it's really important that the content or the programming that they're interacting with initially is very welcoming, warming, it sparks memories, it sparks engagement, and they get an overall feeling of, this is easy, I can do this, this isn't hard. That's what you want them to walk away with so they continue to pick up the tablet. So again, that's one of the challenges with using like an agnostic device like an iPad is someone, it's going to take staff time or family time even begin to curate content for the senior to interact on that tablet, which again, we, we touched on earlier, Kelly, the staff simply don't have time right now to be doing anything like that. So the importance of the curated content, like I would say, would be number one A. I would say number one B concern that we're hearing is they don't know where the iPads are. They have not tracked them. Um, and they have no way to understand or know or track data and analytics related to, well, how many times has the senior engaged in a video chat? How many times have they picked it up to engage with content? There's no analytics or tracking me mechanisms in those standalone tablets. So what, what is really nice about the IN2L tablet and the way it's configured is we manage, I'll call it the herd, <laughs> the tablets being the herd, the herd of devices that are in the wild, 
we have the ability for a community to manage that on their behalf. So at any point in time, we know where the devices are. We also have all the analytics around type of contents, uh, the type of content that has been engaged with, and also how long they stayed engaged with the content, the quantity of video chats, the length, the quantity of people on the video chat. So all the information that the community would need around their programming and connectedness is available through a managed device program, which is very, very different with, with the standalone iPad. So I'd say that the two big differences is the content curation, as you mentioned, Kelly, is right there at the top. And then second is just, you know, where, where is the asset? Logistically, where is it? And then two, what is it being used for? I mean, owner operators need to be able to have those proof points, I would call them, for family members and loved ones to be able to prove the use of engagement. And when you don't have the ability or the data or the analytics coming out of the technology, it becomes very difficult for to be able to do that. And so I hope that makes sense. Kind of the, the two things that we're hearing back from our customers who have bought the iPads and are coming back to us looking for some solutions that may be more comprehensive and solve some more of the concerns that they're looking for. It really does, yeah. And that, that makes a lot of sense. Now, going back to, we, we mentioned briefly uh, reaching out into the home, and, and I know when, when I'm talking with matrix care customers and, and other folks out there in, in the industry, you know, we're definitely hearing that occupancy is down uh, the lowest it's been in about 15 years. The reputation, if you will, of senior living has been sort of tied into to, uh, skilled nursing a little bit with COVID, especially in the media. And so, uh, you know, our customers are doing a lot of outreach out into the broader broader uh, community, if you will. Um, and this certainly was happening even before COVID that, that folks were reading, reaching out into the broader community. But I'm curious as to how these tools can can maybe help do that community outreach, Let, allowing that senior to stay in their home, um, even with COVID, maybe until they're ready to move into senior living. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, Kelly, it's been, you know, it's been, it's one of those other very interesting things when, um, and this is one of the parts I love about our business is the ability to respond and adapt to client needs. So just as you pointed out, that certainly is an increasing challenge in the industry. And I can just give you some examples of an existing client or a couple of existing clients who have come to us asking for, how do I begin to connect? Again, just as you said, those residents in my community, when I say that, I don't mean like the four walls of the senior living community, but the community by which the seniors live in, that would actually benefit from being connected to the physical community of the senior living community, but from their homes. So we've actually deployed tablets in those use cases that allow potential residents or potential residents that they would want to move into their communities to actually have a tablet and be connected to activities within the community. So it's a great way to bridge and begin to educate the seniors in the broader community about the senior living community, makes them feel more part of it. Yes, there's people like me that live there. We have like interests. We do things, we could do things together. It's really beginning to kind of bridge that funnel of seniors in the broader community um, and keeping them engaged. They physically can't come there to learn more about the communities and, and stay engaged. 
The other really neat application that we've seen since COVID is again, through a, a, a long time customer of INTL, they really needed help. There's a, there's a program, um, a home program, home-based program that they had prior to COVID that really got cut off because the, there was no more connection to the community. They couldn't come back into the community specifically related to dementia care. And our customer was supporting the family caregiver of the person living with dementia, but they had no way to continue to connect without being able to use community services and asked us, could we develop a tablet solution that would provide the connectivity and the engagement connectivity that they needed to the community, support the family caregiver and the senior living with cognitive impairment at the same time. Um, and we did that about 60 days ago and happy to report there's over 100 um, seniors and family caregivers using that today um, to support, kind of bridge the gap between community and the home model. But we certainly have seen it as um, really a differentiator for communities as they're trying to build that occupancy back up. Um, and again, bridge the gap between those in the broader community at home who are contemplating moving in that might just need a little more connection to that community to make that decision. Oh, I think that's that's so wonderful. What a great tool to have. Um, you know, I know that again, talking with our customers, talking with other folks in the industry, this has been a really big pain point is building that pipeline back up. Um, and I really love that idea of really introducing somebody um, who's not quite ready to move in yet to the types of services that they would be provided in the community. Um, you know, and and just again, uh, senior living providers are generally, you know, very service oriented. And so being knowing that they can use tools like this um, to be able to do that, that outreach into, you know, areas that aren't just within their four walls. You know, I, I've been seeing that as a growing trend in the industry in general, um, and now even more specifically. So that that's really awesome. I'm glad to hear that. You know, and you've said several times that, you know, this is also a proof point, right? So um, when residents and their families are able to use these type of tools outside of the four walls of the senior living community, it really demonstrates, you know, what life would be like inside those four walls when the, the senior and their family are ready to make that move. That's exactly right, Ken. What we're seeing, again, I'll just, I'll go back to the studies we did back again in 2019 and then the one we recently finished. Um, was you know more leaders consider engagement technology as a differentiator for the community, kind of back to that proof point. Um, more senior living operators now believe engagement technology truly differentiates their communities as compared to the 2019 results. Um, the respondents who actually say their community is definitely or probably differentiated due to an investment in engagement technology has increased from 73% to actually 88%. And again, I think it goes back to that engagement technology becomes a proof point for the loved ones and the family members. And the community can actually say, you know, this is how I'm gonna use technology to one, keep you connected to your loved one in the community and make sure that they stay engaged with things that are important to them, are meaningful to them, and it actually is a differentiator and a proof point when you have a piece of technology that has become part of 
the care plan and has become part of the engagement strategy and activity strategy for the entire community. So again, we've seen it jump from 19 to 20 as well. COVID's probably part of that, but now it's almost becoming as seen as essential and essential technology in the communities and they're using it as a differentiator, again, in hopes of, of raising that occupancy, Kelly. That's great. So as we wrap up today, I'm wondering, you know, we've referenced this study a few times now and, and I, I've read it myself and it's absolutely fascinating. Where can somebody find uh, more information about that study? Oh yeah, Kelly, thank you for asking. I should have mentioned that. It is available on our website, which um, is, if you don't mind me doing a little website address posting here, it's sure. w.in, the number 2L, so www.in2l.com. And this study, there's a link to this study out there um, that can be downloaded as well as many other um, you know, pieces of thought leadership, some different articles um, and research that we've done. Kelly is also available out there on the site. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you very much. Sure. So as we wrap up today, I guess, you know, I want to ask you if you have any last thoughts, um, you know, anything that you'd like for our providers to know, whether it's, it's, it's more about your company or, you know, how, how we together can support them in, uh, in these, I hate to use, it's so cliche, but I hate to use it, but in these incredibly difficult times, how can we, how can we further help them? Yeah, no, Kelly, thank you. What I would say, first thing I would want to say is just a huge thank you um, to all the, I know heroes is one of those cliche words too, but it, it couldn't ring more true than the people who are caring for our seniors today during the pandemic. So first, thank you. And thank you for all the creativity and all the ways that you found to keep seniors engaged, well cared for and safe. There's, that's not a small amount of work that has been done there. So first, I'd, I'd want to say thank you. And then second of all, I would just say continue to ask the questions of anyone who's providing technology or services to your businesses. The best way you can help folks trying to help you is you know, ask the questions. How can we? Can you help us? Fill in the blank. And the people that are here to serve from the technology perspective love to answer those questions. I know the folks at Matrix Care do. We certainly do. That's how we get better is by answering those questions for our customers. So please continue to ask how we can help, get innovative, lean on us, think of us as ways to help solve problems that maybe we haven't done in the past. I, I shared some examples of customers coming to us both on help me serve the population in their homes, help me with my occupancy. Those are two great examples. But again, if our customers hadn't come to us asking those questions as a trusted advisor, we wouldn't be able to help. So that would be my recommendations, um, Kelly, and just a huge heartfelt thank you. Thank you for all the work that they've done to keep our seniors um, safe and well cared for. Oh, thank you. And I certainly echo those sentiments. We have seen, you know, this business has always been very innovative and has pivoted and, you know, shifted to the residents' needs. And I think we've seen that more now than we ever have before. It's, it's just been incredible, some of the stories that we've heard. So I thank you really so much for being here and talking with us today, um, sharing what it is that, that you all have to offer and some of the success stories that you've seen out there. But thank you again, Lisa, so much for the conversation today. I, I really enjoyed it and I'm sure that our listeners did too. Oh, Kelly, it is my pleasure. And you know, I love to talk about senior living 
and the impacts technology can have. So it has truly been my pleasure. Happy to do it. And thank you. Thank you for allowing us the opportunity. That concludes today's episode brought to you by Matrix Care. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to visit us at matrixcare.com for more information on our solutions and services. Please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave a review if you enjoyed this episode or have other topics you'd like to hear discussed. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook to hear more from Matrix Care. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.